Ladies and gentlemen, we are back for another episode of God and Stuff. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Still sponsorless. No sponsors on the docket yet. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start making them up. I'm going to start making up sponsors I wish I had. So this episode brought to you by the wonderful folks over at Sour Patch Watermelon. Not Sour Patch Original. Those are good. But the watermelons hit on a different level. Uh, This podcast wouldn't be possible without you folks. We love you. Um, Hey, this is a special episode because this uh, is the first guest that we're having on the show. Okay? One of my best friends. uh, He's a wonderful guy. uh, A real fun guy. He's a pastor. Okay? Uh, He's a speaker, an orator, a writer, author, model, part-time model. Um, uh, philosopher and social media influencer above all, the oh, one and only Lord. Ryan Weckenman, <laughs> my man. What's up, George? <laughs> Thank Bro, you so much. Thanks so much for having me on. I will say that uh, let, let's say four out of the six of those things are are correct. <laughs> we'll and leave we it to cannot. everybody else to figure out which. That's right, yeah, man. We'll let the right. listener figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, had to have you on. No one else I would uh, rather have be the first guest on this podcast, um, especially oh, as we continue the conversation of Gosh told me to do it uh, because that was your line. Uh, we've talked about that idea a lot. I, I borrowed it from you. Um, that's right. So, so we're going to continue that kind of theme. Uh, this, uh, this is episode five, right? Wow. I think episode five, man, and we're, you're already letting me on here, man. We're, we're practically veterans now. We know exactly what that's we're doing. Right. Uh, the title of this episode is you have a say in this. Okay. You have like a it. say in this. I this is like another it. title I've stolen from you. Okay. Um, so no, you got to stop saying steal, George. You're you're borrowing. We're throwing the ball back and forth, man. Okay. So That's first question doing. for you: um, Has someone else ever put God's name in their mouth as it related to your life? Like, has someone ever came up to you and said, "Hey, Ryan, um, I got a word from the Lord for you, and this is what God is saying." You know what, George? It's never happened to me, man. Not once. <laughs> You imagine we just stop the podcast. Uh, that's it. Right there. All right, thanks guys. Have a good one. God bless. Oh man. Well, yeah, man. I mean, I mean, I'm a I'm a pastor, right? So it, it happens to me weekly. Um, and it it's funny, man. I was I was preaching a sermon a couple of weeks ago uh, about singleness, which is you'd be proud of me. First time I've ever taught. I don't really like talking about it much, but it it was fun to to preach it. But I in the beginning I was just cracking some jokes. And I was laughing with everybody because um, when you're a single pastor, the way that the God card gets played on you all the time talk about is it. talk about it. Somebody somebody's got uh, a daughter or a granddaughter or a niece or a cousin or a friend or a coworker, and they feel like God is telling them like I'm supposed to be with them. You, oh, you know what I mean? Okay, hold on. Follow up question: There is it always someone else who it's their daughter or, or have you ever had the girl come up to you themselves and say, no, God told me, is that happened to you before? There's been a few of those. There's been a few of those. Um, but usually it's the second party. Okay. You know, second hand. Yeah. 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 It's it's a second hand thing. Um, (laughs) and bro, it's like, it's, it's not so bad anymore. It doesn't happen as much, but like when you're 23, you know, at a single pastor, bro, it was like every, Week. And what's funny about that is early on, um, I don't know if you can you can relate to this, but early on for me, when people would uh, play the God card and, and tell me like, hey, God's telling me that you need to do this, 
I guess I just, I wasn't secure enough in, in who I was to, um, be able to kind of like hold the nuance there. And so I just thought, oh, well, like if God says, then it must be true. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And so like, it's a lot of ridiculous, dates. but oh, bro, my bank account <laughs> was, <laughs> was struggling for, for a while. And then like I would get there and I'd be like, why am I here? I don't want to be on this date right now. Like what am, what am I, I don't doing? like you. You know, actually, I'll, I'll tell you this just because I know, um, you know, Ethan, well, one of my, my best friends, Ethan, who I now, uh, pastor at church with, um, I was on the phone with him. This was like eight years ago. And I was telling him, I was like, bro, I don't know what to do, man. It's like every week somebody, somebody's hearing from God that I'm supposed to be with whoever. And he just stops me and he goes, and only the way that Ethan can, he stops me and he goes, well, I can promise you that God doesn't want you to be a polygamist. So <laughs> either hey, uh, maybe 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 he does. Maybe he <laughs> does. Right. I, I've read the either, Old Testament. You know, we maybe it's possible. No, no, I agree. Either. I agree there. I agree there. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying, folks. When 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 I say to you that uh, this man is a model, okay, part time model. <laughs> we know that that's not one of the one of the six things. That is true. That is true because if you if you were hard on the eyes. If you were hard on the eyes, you may not be having oh, people man. showing up every week with prophetic words about you supposed to be their husband or something like that. So we know it's true. Unreal, man. I don't need you to say anything Unreal. back. I know it's true. Okay, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, so one of the main things, man, I want to do in this space is like I, I don't want to just like we're we're good friends, uh, but I don't want to just bring on people that agree with me on every single thing. Um, I, we talked about in episode one, like I'm probably wrong about everything I think and I'm comfortable with yeah. that. So we're going to institute like a new little segment. This is like part that we've never done this before. This is the inaugural, uh, hey. uh you know, segment that we're going to do. I, w- I want you to tell me, uh, based on the last episode about gosh, told me to do it. Commandment number three, people using the Lord's name in vain. Where did I get it right? And where did I get it wrong? Uh, what did you hear that you were like, yeah, that, that's good, but you, you missed this or you could have talked about this or where, where did I miss it a bit on the last episode? Man, let me first just say I love that, George, this new segment. Uh, but just how you yeah, we're are just starting it, starting it right now. That's right. Just how you're approaching this whole podcast, man, from a, a place of humility. Um, it's one of the things I love most about you. And um, Matt, I just believe if we could all do that, we would not uh, be at, a, at each other's throats quite quite as much. So well done to you there. And in the spirit of humility, I would now like to tell you exactly what you got wrong and exactly what there you got go. right. Cause I know, yes. I yes. know you have the <laughs> answer. I, I you it. are always wrong. I am never wrong. Te- so that's Teach me sensei. <laughs> oh man. Uh, let's see. It's a good question. What did you get? get right? I loved bro. The, the third commandment for me growing up was the same way. It was, Hey, if you're going to say, Oh my God, you better put that SH at the end of it. It better be strong. Dude, I remember there were times where like I would accidentally say it and then I would like double back and like say like a shh really, really loud just to make sure (laughs) every, it'd be like, oh my God. I mean, gosh, gosh, gosh. Gosh, 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 gosh. (laughs) (laughs) That's all it meant, right? Was just change your swear words. And then then you get older and you realize like, like maybe there's a, bigger story going on here and like meanwhile we're all saying oh my gosh and yet we're using god's name to justify violence you know or or whatever it is um and so man i just i'm i'm fully on board 
with you there. I, I think reframing what that third commandment looks like, what it means to use the Lord's name in vain is, it was like, it's convicting for me, even like as an adult, you know, I still have some, especially some, as some a baggage. pastor, right? For yeah, people man. who stand up and claim in some way to be speaking on behalf of God. I mean, like it's, it's yeah. something we got to be careful of. Right. And what's crazy for me is um, like so often, I'm sure you get this all the time too. There's like this old school thought that, I am supposed to like kind of be this in between between people and God, like like Old Testament, Old Covenant, you know, like we don't need yeah. to go down that that whole theological trail. But it's like still today, I'll get people. I got a guy who came up to me once, it was years ago, and he was a dad, and he had an opportunity to start a new business uh, deal with a, a partner that wanted him to to work, and. He like he came up to me after service and he said just about that much. He's like, I got this opportunity, start this new business deal. It's a big risk. And then he goes, What should I do? <laughs> you know? And I'm like, I'm like, hey, what like first off, what's your name? <laughs> you know, like who are you? Can we start there? You know? But it's almost like like people see see like a pastor, for example, as somebody who has this like crystal ball and yeah, and he you got wanted, the goods you got the inside track he wanted me to give him a yes or a no and um man i i just feel and i i guess i guess this is when i was listening to your podcast uh where i wanted you to take it was is this um, where, is this your nice way of me saying i got it wrong <laughs> just just say it. you know what i'm saying just say it you know you can say it Oh man, where I wanted you to take it, but I but I respect that you try to keep these episodes so short. It's awesome. Um, is the 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 more interesting question to me is, hey, what is it that keeps us from feeling like we can just say, I feel like I want to do this, that, or or the other. Like, why do we okay, have talk to talk about that? Why do we have to hide behind God? It's almost like here, here's an easy example. Have you ever been in a room with five other people trying to decide where to go eat dinner? Oh, you bro, know? I'm the guy. I never have a suggestion. Either. Bro, I'm almost like, impossible. Know, whatever, y'all. Almost yeah. impossible. Yeah, you're that guy that I hate, man. Because it's like you like <laughs> I'll throw out an option, and then George will be like, No, no, that doesn't sound good. And I'll say, Cool. Do you have like a, another option? And that person will always be like, no, I'm, I'm like, I'm easy, man. I'm up for whatever. <laughs> you know, <And> it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. no, George, you're not, or else we would have taken my first option. Right. Um, and, and if we think about this, I, I think what's really going on is at some level, we are all scared of having, let's call it the burden of responsibility. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, if, if I'm the one who says, all right, Chipotle, it is, and then we go and George gets food poisoning. Like at some level, even if it's unspoken, you're looking at me like, hey, Ryan, well, you, you gave me food poisoning. You know what I mean? Like, 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 yeah, what's, like exactly. whoever had to make the decision has a, a sort of like burden of responsibility on them. And so that's why I think I get businessmen coming up to me in the lobby going, is it a yes or a no? And I'm like, I don't, I don't even know who you are. I'm, I'm so sorry. Right. Because at some level they're going, Hey, let's, it, if we can play the God card, then all of a sudden, if this goes wrong, it's not my fault. It's God's fault. Does that make Man. sense? Do you, do you know? So are you saying, are you saying like, it's like, it's like bet hedging masked as spirituality like I, I, you know what I'm saying <laughs> totally like I, I'm, I'm acting like oh I'm just you know just trying to seek the Lord brother like what do you 
God, what do you think I should do? Or God told me I should do this, but it's just a way of like not having to own it. If, if she breaks up with you, um, or if the merger doesn't go well, um, or you bought the company and they had a bunch of debt you didn't know about. And then you're like, ah, then I, it's like, it protects me. It's like a bubble. I think that's a really good way to say it. Yeah. You're hedging your bet. We're, we're, uh, we're afraid, and all the while, God's over here like, hey, I've put these passions in your life. I've, I've given you these gifts. I've, I've put you, like, placed you here for such a time as this, George, as us preachers like to say. Come on, come like, on. Like, like, you are here to take this world somewhere, um, and, and so run and go do it. And, and man, I, I, I guess I just feel like, like God's giving us a, a whole bunch of green lights to just go live our lives, but we uh, see them as red lights until we hear, like, an audible voice from God. Do you, yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, do, all right, you say like a bunch of green lights. So are you suggesting that maybe God, in a weird way, he doesn't care as much about which direction we go all the time? Is that like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to put words in your mouth, okay? Um, but But is that kind of what you're saying? Like that there might be a lot of options and we try to narrow it down to one and say, God told me this just as a way to make ourselves feel a little bit uh, more comfortable and not have to deal with the ambiguity of how it's going to work out. Like, does God really care what I do? I, I think I'll, I'll say it this way. I So three years ago, I, I moved out to Austin, three and a half years ago, I moved out to Austin to plant a church with, with some friends. And um, you, I'm going to, I'm going to, put you on the spot here. It's going to make you uncomfortable, but it's great. Is it. you're, you're going to hate that I'm, I'm doing this. But the weekend that we finally were like ready to launch our church, I was, I was so anxious, right? Because we had been working like so hard on this thing, like, like trying to get it going. And so you flew out, which is just the, the, <laughs> the friend that you are, the kind of guy that you are, you flew out and you had no other agenda except just to be there for us. And like, like help us through the, this crazy weekend. And so do you remember the, the night before, it was Saturday night, the night before we launched, you and I were, were having a drink and I was, I was like, yeah, you took us to that real cool hipster spot. Like the, yeah, yeah, yeah Lazarus, Lazarus, Lazarus. So Christian of us. <laughs> and, uh, dude, I was, I was so on edge and you were just asking me questions. You're like, okay, what, like, where is the anxiety coming from? And I kept saying things like, well, like, what if we, I think we were supposed to go to Austin to plant a church. Like, what if I heard wrong? You know, like, I think we were supposed to end up in the building we ended up in. What if I heard wrong? I remember telling you, like, I think the parking lot is okay, but like, what if the parking lot isn't good enough? And, and, and I heard wrong from God and you stopped me and you said, "You're, you're worried about parking right now, (laughs) you know? And, (laughs) and you were the one kind of bringing me back to this point of like, Hey, you guys are out here trying to plant a church. Like you could have done that anywhere and it would have been cool because there are people that that need some love and some good news everywhere that you go. And uh, the building that you're in is great, but I'm sure there's lots of other buildings too, right? And so when I was at kind of like at my worst in, in my own head, and, and like, George, I need your help. You did such a good job of um, pulling it back and being like, hey, you're doing a good thing. Like God's here, God's got you. This is less about uh, following an audible voice to a T and more about yeah. just going and 
making disciples. Do you, you know what I mean? There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, and I appreciate how you you, you tried to make me look really good there. I tried, I, um, man. I did my best. I, there. I, I, that's why I brought you on <laughs> is to is to, <laughs> to make me feel like a really that's good it. person. That's um, it. Okay, I got to float uh, this theory by you okay. to to see what you think about this about this whole idea of hearing from God because. Uh, whoever you are listening to this uh, podcast, whether you are like a Christian person, a religious person, spiritual, non or otherwise, like I think there's like there's this belief that the people who uh, always claim to be hearing from God, you know, God told me this. God told me that. God showed me this, that they're like more spiritual, ah. that they've got, like you said, like they've got the inside track um, on 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 God and on all things spiritual, I'm suggesting, I'm just floating this theory to you. I think it's the opposite. Um, Tell me. And again, I could be wrong, but here's, here's why I say that. Like I have two boys, um, two sons who are seven and five and you know, they're getting older, but I, to this extent right now, man, I control their life. (laughs) Totally. Uh, This morning, this morning they woke up. I got their clothes out. I set them out. Um, I told them, hey, brush your teeth, eat your apples. Um, what kind of cereal do you want? You know, hey, make sure you brush your teeth before we get get your bag, water bottle. Like I, I am speaking to them all the time and giving them clear directions on my will for their life. You know what I'm saying? Like there's no question. Um, at any point, they know exactly what their dad wants because I've told them. Um, I've laid it out. I noticed I'm 34. Um I'm mid thirties. Like, I mean, I'm in there. I'm getting yeah. old. Right. Yeah. yeah. You really are. I've right. noticed my dad didn't call me this morning to do any of those things. Right. 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 He didn't, he didn't call me and be like, Hey man, make sure you, uh, make sure you put lotion on your elbows before you go out. You don't want to be looking like you were break dancing in forest fires or whatever. Right. Like he didn't, he hey, were, didn't check were you, on me that way. Were you breakdancing last night in forest fires? I was not breakdancing. Okay. You see people, man, people get the ash. <laughs> yeah. See, see you, see your, if people listen to this, Ryan is white, I'm black, okay? So he doesn't understand the issue of getting ashy on the elbows, okay? Um, you know, y- you can hide it a little bit better. So, yeah. So people that forget to put the lotion on their ankles look like they breakdancing in forest fires. That's kind of a it. saying, okay? I'm going to let you have that. But he didn't call me to check on any of those things. Um... And is that because he doesn't want to speak? It's like, no, no, you're maturing. Uh, you're growing up. So I don't have to dictate every single thing. I can trust that you're going to make the decision that is right and that is good. So here's to sum it up. My theory is I would argue that the more spiritually mature you are, the less you have to use the phrase God told me this, God told me this, God told me this. Because that's sort of like a five-year-old potentially because, and maybe that's good. And maybe there's seasons of our life where we need direction like that. We need our toothpaste put on the toothbrush. But as you get older and more mature, maybe you just decide. What do you think? I love it. And and I'll say it this way. My dad didn't call me this morning either to tell me to to brush my teeth. But I, but I wouldn't say uh, that we have a worse relationship now than we used to. I would actually say we have a more, a much more uh, mature and loving yep. relationship yep. now, yep. right? And so it's not that um, it's not that God becomes any more distant. Uh, it's that I think that God begins to to trust you 
as you begin to to follow Jesus and um you know you you start to you start to waste less energy on the on the survival type questions so that you can put more energy toward the bigger questions like calling and purpose and and um, you know, like the, the bigger questions in, in life and wrestling with these types of questions that we're wrestling with this morning. You know what I mean? And so I, I think that people maybe listening might need some permission uh, to, to realize that God created them to, to be a co-creator, uh, to, steal, to steal a line from my, my brother. He always says, um, we always ask, what is God going to do next? And that's fine. But an equally good question is, God, or an equally good way to say it is God is asking, hey, what are my co-creators going to create next? Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because I think this whole idea of God told me to do it, gosh told me to do it, always putting, taking God's name in vain, potentially, um, it, 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 is it possible that that just, it keeps us from having to examine what's going on in here? If I can put the decision, put the thing out there and just look to the sky and say, God, what do you want me to do? I don't have to look at my own heart and be like, what do I want to do? What, what are my motives here? You know what I'm saying? Man. Like, Bro, you, you it know sort what? of keeps us from that. It reminds me what you just said, George. It reminds me of that story, that Jesus story in, yeah. in John 5. Do, do, we, do we go we go Bible on this on this podcast, go, right? We go, we, we, we do go whatever Bible, we want. We go scripture here. And, 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 and ladies and gentlemen, he's in order. This guy's a storyteller. <laughs> he's one of the best. So do the thing. Do do the Jesus story real quick. Do the thing. Uh, I, well, I was just, I was thinking about uh, is, uh, John chapter five. Yeah, John chapter five. Jesus, there's this, this pool. Um, and the thought was uh, every once in a while, an angel would come down and stir the water. And then the first person into the pool, once the water was stirred, would be healed. And so all of these men and women who needed healing would would hang out by the pool and and wait for it to stir, right? Well, Jesus shows up on the scene one day and he walks right up to this man who has been lying on his mat by the pool for 38 years. And they have this amazing conversation. I'm I'm just paraphrasing this, but it, but the way that I see it play out is Jesus walking up to this guy going, "Hey, uh, he asked him this question, "Do you want to get well?" And you just, you, you feel like the, the man is going, well, like God, God needs to send an angel down to, to stir the water and God hasn't done that yet. And so, so I can't, and Jesus is just like, no, do you want to get well? Well, you know, like God needs to send somebody to carry me down to the water because I can't get down there anyways. And, and you just feel like Jesus is going, no, 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 you're, you're not hearing the question. What I'm asking is, do you want to get well. It's almost like God, like Jesus is going, Hey, like we're good on our end, man. Like I want you to be healed. Like it's, it's a green light. The question is, are you ready to take ownership of your own life and step from being disempowered to, to being empowered and step into this healing? And if you think about it, like that's a fair question. It's easy to say like, of course he wanted to get healed. Of course he wanted to be able to walk, but, but Hey, what if this man could walk again and then he trips and falls and humiliates Dang. himself, right? Yep. Like, like for you listening, like what if you finally got back into a relationship again, but then you get your heart broken? Um, what if you finally step back into church and then uh, you get hurt again the same way you did all those years ago, right? Like, like the question, do you actually want to get well 
it's actually a, a deeper question than we think. And, and so I think Jesus is doing something brilliant here. I think he's he's um, giving the power back to, to this man to go, you know what? I actually am. I'm ready to, to uh, get my healing, even though there's a whole lot of risk that's going to come with it. Like, I'm ready to go. I'm going to stop saying uh, uh, I'm, I'm waiting on God and I'm going to start realizing that God's, God's waiting on me, you know? Is that, maybe Maybe I'll say it like this, George. What if the water is always stirring? <laughs> what if What if the, the moral of yeah, that story, yeah. do you know what I'm saying? Like the, the guy's like, oh, I got to wait for God to come stir the water. And what if God's going, water's stirring. Hey, the water's fine. Let's roll. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, so yeah, what I hear you saying is um, that we move, maybe the invitation here, and this is what I love about you, man. Like I, I'm, I can be the the skeptic guy who's like, God ain't saying nothing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like miss me with all that. God is talking to you all the time. But I hear you taking that to a whole nother level, looking at it from a different perspective, of moving from disempowerment to empowerment. Yeah. That maybe God is already, maybe he's, maybe God is always speaking. Yeah. And and when we try yeah. to narrow it and pin it down yeah. to one thing. It disempowers us. Yeah. Um, whereas if the water's always stirring, and there's just a a, a yes there, it's it's God saying, "Yeah, w- let's go." Let's go. That moves us into an empowered state now, where we have to take it's it's riskier. Um, you could trip. It may not yeah. work out. Yeah. But but it, it 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 at least moves you into a place where you have some empowerment to have a say in whatever it is that you want to do or what you want to step into next. That's so good, man. I think that's what you're trying to teach your boys, right? It's, it's going to right. take time, but but you're trying yeah. to teach them, hey, you you can take care of your teeth on your own, <laughs> right? Like that's the ultimate <laughs> one goal. Day, one day we're <laughs> going to get there. One day you're going to get there. Um, the water's always stirring. So what if what if that's what God's teaching all of us? I don't know, man. I could be wrong. It, it just it feels to me like saying, oh my gosh, instead of, oh my God, is a very surface level way of avoiding the deeper issue, which is, am I actually ready to be a human being on this earth, Mm. knowing that it's a very risky job that requires a whole lot of courage? You know? I love it. I absolutely love it. You have a say in this. Um, you don't always have to put it on God. And it's not to say that God isn't speaking. Maybe God is leading. Maybe God is stirring. But you have a say in it as well. Um, let's move from disempowerment to empowerment. Let's take risks. And let's trust that God is inviting you to mature, to grow up, um, and to take some steps and to, and to discern it for yourself, right? Is that, is that what I hear you saying? Is that, it, is, that a good sum- is that a good summary? You said it better than I could in Whatever. 30 minutes there, George. You have a say in this, absolutely. You have a say in this. Man, first guest. Wow. Okay? I'm so honored. And I honored. feel like I had a friend ask, like, it feels like, you know, I did the first episode and it was like, you know, 12 minutes and then like 15 yeah, and then yeah, 22. Yeah. Like they're getting, at this rate, uh-oh. These are going to be like four hours long by now. Each one's a little longer than the one before, uh, but but that's okay, man. I, I can't say thanks enough um, for, for joining me, man. Uh, you are the best. And um, if you think of anything else to push back on, hit me up. Okay. And hey, 
Um, I know that there's some people listening to this right now, okay? And uh, there's 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 a woman out there right now listening to this, and God is speaking to you. Yeah. That Ryan Weckenman is okay. Serious. Now, now listen. Now listen. I know. I know. Do you see me? We talked. Hey, do you see me have my like pastoral face on there for a sec? Yeah. Like, he was uh, smiling, yeah. nodding. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That's good. No, I know that. I know that's you. So if that's you, if God, if you, I don't. Stop if it, God is speaking to you right now, okay. Uh, Ryan does not have Instagram, so slide in my DM. Hit me up. At George Towers underscore, I'll pass the message along because uh, if if God's Unreal, speaking to you man. about this man being your husband, I think you're hearing from the Lord. <laughs> that is that is a real thing. So I hit me up. I'll think, pass the message along. I don't think you heard a word I just said for 30 minutes, George. <laughs> hey, I love you so much, man. This podcast is so great. Keep it up. Uh, dope. Yo, thank y'all for joining us. This has been episode five. You have a say in this. We love you. We'll see you on here next time. Peace. <laughs>